0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. Today, we are meeting with our superintendent, Dr. Garrison. He was with us when he first joined the school district in November, and now you're back eight months later.
1: (laughs) Eight months later. I made it back to the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's good.
0: It's a highly rated podcast when you're on. I will tell you that we get a lot of lot of listeners. Um, so maybe just to start right at it, you've mm-hmm. been with the district eight months. Can you talk a little bit about what you've enjoyed most about the school district of Beloit and what you've learned about our district?
1: You know, one of the great things about our uh, district is that, you know, we are a very diverse um, school community. And that, to me, has been one of the most exciting parts about me coming here and um, joining the team here at mm-hmm. the School District of Beloit. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, I love the kids. You know, I think <laughs> that, I mean, just getting around kids and being in places with them um, has helped, um, helped me throughout um, these past eight months. You know, I think we have an awesome staff. Um, mm-hmm. Naturally, I think we... Um, they don't always get all the credit that they need in these mm-hmm. conversations, and I think that it's very important that we note that we have an awesome staff that are doing great work with our teachers. I'm sorry, great work with our students, right? Um, and families, and um, most importantly, I also think that the community. You know, mm-hmm. our community is very close knitted. Um, I've had the wonderful opportunity of meeting a lot of Beloiter's. Um, and it's been great. You know, I think that they've I've been welcomed in many different spaces. I believe my voice has been heard. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's a wonderful um. Opportunity here, um, when you start hearing different things and different perspectives, and starting to really understanding what the, uh, some of the great needs are in our mm-hmm. school community, I think those have been those have been some great um, opportunities here for me. Additionally, I think that you know, just hearing some of the other great things in our district—you know, we right. all in the state three to one and work-based learning opportunities. I mean, we have celebrated um, our dual language program with right. over 900 students. I believe we have an awesome Memorial High School designation, um, I'm sorry, academy program. Correct. Um, when you think about our academy program, you know, our kids get to come into high school and kind of pick a pathway and let that kind of grow into what they want to grow into as it pertains to college and our career. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, you know, we know we have a wonderful um, arts program, you know, our jazz orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, all those programs have been just some of one of the great highlights for, our, for me since I've um, arrived here. Also believe that, you know, again, we are just a school district that's diverse mm-hmm. and, again, and dynamic. Right. And those two things together um, has been a highlight since I've been here.
0: Well, you've taken all of us along for the sprint because we came out of the gate um, and you came out of the gate, certainly leading this district with a lot of initiatives, with a lot of looking at how we can best serve our students. And I think one of the things that was really new for the district and we've received such positive feedback on are our summer family engagement events. And Mm -hmm. you had this idea. Um, It was brought to fruition by our principals at all of our buildings. Can you talk a little bit about why that was important um, for you to get this up and running um, and what it's meant to our families and all everything. I'm going to let you take that away.
1: You know, the great thing about any school district is engagement. Mm -hmm. Like what are you doing to continuously engage um, schools and Mm -hmm. students Mm -hmm. and everyone in the community? And one of the things that I thought would be very important for us during the summer Mm -hmm. is for us to engage our families throughout the summer. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Naturally our kids go away that, that sad day in June, you know, mm-hmm. and then you know sometimes we necessarily may not see them until that happy day again in mm-hmm. September. And and why not keep the one say one could argue why not keep the party going and, and make sure that we have these opportunities for our students to still see us in spaces that they have learned to love, right? right. You know, one of the first things that I think every kid has that that gloss in their eyes about yeah. going to school and, and being in a school and going to places that they can remember is very important to them. Mm -hmm. And so we want that that gloss in your eye to still Mm -hmm. be there, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I thought the summer engagement activities would be Very important. And also I believe it provides us with something to do, Mm -hmm. you know, and different, different, different opportunities throughout the summer, whether it be uh, popsicles with the principals or donuts with the principals (laughs) or a movie night um, or pastries with (laughs) with pastries. There's a lot
0: of food involved this summer.
1: (laughs) Trivia night, you know, we have a trivia night going on. We have some open house opportunities as well. Um, Again, it's just a, a lot of different opportunities where families can come to different spaces and do something different um, together, right? Um, One Beloit is very important to me. Uh, Us coming together is super important to me. And so this allows, again, families from our community to just come together and celebrate each other in a a space in which, again, you've grown to love over the many years of your education here in the school district.
0: I think what was fun for the students, though, they don't typically see their teachers or principals outside of the traditional school day. So I've heard from a lot of students it was fun um, to see their principals and teachers participating in these activities when they were doing games, movie nights, and all of that. So I I think it was a lot of um, building, team building and engagement that you said that sometimes doesn't occur between just eight and three during the school day. So we have heard such um, really good feedback about all of them.
1: Correct. You know, there's many different ways that we've tried to promote this. You know, of course mm-hmm. we've postcards mm-hmm. that highlights the events throughout the city. Of course, our Facebook page is always a way to get um, information from our school district. And naturally we um, have updated our website to make sure that this information is readily available for our families so that they can know kind of what's going on um, throughout the summer here. Um, just this, just this, um, week we had some s'more learning Yes, um, and not just food. (laughs) We had had some s'more learning over at Gaston, um, popsicles with the principal over at Converse. Um, this week we also have movie night over at Hackett on the 14th. Right. Um, this week we also have bingo night at Aldrich tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, Hey, get out there and play some bingo. You may win some Aldrich gear there. Um, next week we have trivia night over at Frozen. And again, just a list of activities that um, everyone can be a part of as we kind of, you know, work through the year.
0: And they're free. I've heard they're free free of charge. And um, especially if meals are provided at these events in the afternoon, we have our food trucks there. And Mm -hmm. all anyone, all um, children under the age of 18 can get that free lunch or breakfast, whatever they're doing. So that's awesome. You know, one of the things, Dr. Garrison, and when you originally talked with us when you arrived, um, was really um, about your priorities for the school district and having us as a district embrace them, as a community embrace them, again, doing a far reach and scope. But it really is about student academic achievement, continuous improvement, and services at the highest level. So how do you think our district is doing with respect to those priorities and um, all of us being a part of that?
1: You know, one of the things about, you know, working in a school district, you always have opportunities to get better, Mm -hmm. right. And, and to do better. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know I sometimes say that around the office around here, like, you know, we want to do better. And so, you know, hopefully with my, you know, my top three priorities, and I've said them again, more than once academic achievement service at the highest level and continuous improvement. Hopefully people will see that um, as not just a statement, but mm-hmm. also a charge to mm-hmm. action. And so we still have work to do in all three of those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's part of continuous improvement. And so right when you think we've arrived at a student achievement, guess what? We flip mm-hmm. the dial over and just keep getting better. Right when we think that we've we've done all of the professional learning that we possibly could mm-hmm. or we have worked so hard on making ourselves better, mm-hmm. guess what? You just keep trying to get better. Um, and of course, that service at the highest level. I truly mm-hmm. believe that we have had opportunities um, to serve our community. But again, you know, I'm a, I'm a realist. I think not a realist. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I have opportunities to to serve better as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as a school superintendent, no one is exempt from that conversation. And um, I've said it and I've shared it before. You know, I can't be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. And you Mm -hmm. can't be what you ought to be until I am what I ought to be. Now, that's not my statement. That's, you know, a king statement. But I truly believe that, you know, at at the end of the day, you know, for in order for us all to be our best selves, you know, we have to serve each other better. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you know, that's just a a factual statement in my Mm -hmm. humble opinion. You know, the better we serve each other, the better we all are. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the adverse to that is not serving each other and, not being better. And we don't want that.
0: I think one of the things that you've brought to the table too, is always taking time to reflect. So as we move initiatives forward, uh, even when you were hosting meetings with staff and meeting with them, what I've appreciated is that time for reflection and maybe talk a little bit about how that came about for you and um, what lessons those teach all of us when we take time to reflect
1: sure there's so much so much is happening in a brain mm-hmm. um, throughout throughout the day right mm-hmm. there's so much as so much that is coming at you mm-hmm. throughout the day and i think when 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 we don't take that time to pause and reflect on what's actually happening mm-hmm. we forget those moments and where we can actually again be better mm-hmm. and so that reflection piece is research based. Mm-hmm. Is studied, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to make sure that I bring that reflection piece to the spaces that I have to occupy here in the district on a day to day basis. And so you won't see many me meetings where I'm not asking people to reflect right. or to think about, you know, kind of what could we do better or what could we do differently, or better yet, if it's already working, how could we how could we expand it? You mm-hmm. know, what what is it that we can do to push those walls um, that sometimes we build around ourselves even mm-hmm. further. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we don't necessarily have any walls, we can just kind right. of do with the great work and let it let it keep spreading. And so, I, I truly believe that reflection helps us all, you know, kind of you know erase the mindset of perfectionism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, I used to say erase the mindset, but that's I, true. Yeah, I, I, it kind of helps us kind of erase the m- mindset of being perfect in everything. To mm-hmm. say you know what, I could have been better here, mm-hmm. and then that allows us to kind of you know truly. Put ourselves in situations where we can be honest, truly reflective, mm-hmm. and and possibly get better outcomes. If I like so, it. Yeah, yeah. So to me, reflection helps. You know, again, move away some of those barriers that we just automatically have as being humans, right? right. <laughs> and and hopefully that'll allow uh, us all to kind of, you know, be in a better place when we are making decisions as well.
0: And for me personally, I'll say that I perceive that not as criticism where a lot of time when you say let's get feedback and then, ah, people get a little anxious about it. But when you're in a reflective situation, it gives pause. I'll just say the language is different. And I think it's been very helpful to our district and to our leadership team in our district, taking time to reflect and plan. Our
1: our leadership team, you know, thank you for bringing that up. I just kind of, I had a little right. <laughs> a thought that jumped in my mind. I want to share, you know, our leadership team is also very important to me. And, you know, as we grow together as a team more and more, you know, again, we have to realize where our biases are mm-hmm. in some of these conversations. And as we, you know, realize those biases, hopefully we interrupt those thoughts. Right. Right. Because you have to interrupt bias thoughts, Otherwise, you know, it continues to perpetuate different opportunities to say like that. And so, our leadership team and and us reflecting on things that we can do better and differently has been a staple of my, you know, since I've arrived. And I think the more we reflect and the more we, you know, have these conversations, not just with, you know, individuals, not just with individuals, Mm -hmm. but with teams of folk, right. The better we all become in that conversation. So thank you for bringing up leadership in that thought, because I wanted to make sure that our leadership team is also recognized in this conversation. We are, we are trying to get better.
0: Yeah. And one thing I do appreciate too, you know, most people think of leadership team and maybe they think principals, assistant principals and, and your team of, um, but you've encouraged other people in different roles to take on leadership roles. And that could be teachers, paras, secretaries. I mean, uh-huh. you talk a little bit about, um, how your leadership, allows for others to step up and lead regardless of what their title is in the district
1: sure i think when you think about why we're here you know i, I honestly believe we're here for to serve students and to serve students at the highest level and so if there's a way if there is a way for you to work with a student and help a student or help a family then why not mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to take me to do that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to take you know a principal to do that or anyone on my executive team to do that. Anyone can lead in that service mentality. And so for me, encouraging everybody that's Mm -hmm. under my leadership to lead in a way that's going to impact student achievement has helped. I truly be, has helped our school district move in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to kind of move that pendulum faster, but in the same token, we have to, you have to move it still. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the more people that come to the conversation and the more people that come to the conversation with the mind open around student achievement, that allows us to continue to keep saying, you know what, hey, I can help lead that. Hey, I can do that for our students. Mm -hmm. Hey, I can do that for our families. Mm -hmm. You know, and these opportunities can go far and far and far, can go very far over time, sorry. And that's kind of what we're looking for. I'm, and I know this is not always a sprint, you know, right. <laughs> not
0: sometimes <laughs> though, I feel like we are doing a little sprint. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> but
1: sometimes you got to, got to get into that natural, right. you know, that natural jog. I've run, I've done a few marathons before. Yeah. And then what's funny about marathon is what people don't know about it is yeah. it's actually, it's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But you got every, every mile. Yes. You got watering stations.
0: There you go. You
1: know, you got, you got stations where you can kind of rehydrate and, they give mm. you fruit and chews. And, <laughs> right. and so it, you, 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 kinda can see, you can kind of can see it. You can kind of see the end right. as you're going. Like if I can just get to this next mile. Right. right I, I know I'm gonna have some water or something to kind of give me some energy for the next mile. Mm. And so these opportunities during a marathon, to give you an example, right. is similar to like a school year. Right. You know, you have these places where you have these times where you kind of can be re-energized. And I hope that's happening here right now in the summer for a lot of us. But even in the school year, you have these opportunities to lead. And I believe what gives us energy is our students, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's one of those things. We get to those points and, you know, you're having some of those days and you better believe we will have them because we're working with all kinds of things throughout a school year. But then there's a, those moments where you're working with a kid and you're working with a family and that appreciation is felt and you get that energy all over again. And it's actually contagious. That's why people live in schools. You know, that's why you can't right. get a ride on. Them. And I, that's why I love school in general. Um, You get get a natural energy in in seeing the success um, that you had a part in, Mm. right? Maybe you want the catalyst to everything, but you had a part in it. And so those things are very important to me as well.
0: Well I want to thank you for being here today. This is a great conversation and yes. I'm looking forward to uh sharing this out on all our podcast platforms um you know Dr. Garrison, I think I sent you an email last week or whatever we have a thousand listeners sure. who are loyal to our podcast, which anyway. we thank you and uh we'll take more yes, anyway we'll take more. uh anyone can help us share the news but sure. before we close out i I just have one additional question to ask you and um Can you share with us maybe a teacher or teachers who made a difference in your life or or, uh, a mentor that you can say, you know what, this person really helped shape me to be who I am today?
1: Sure. You know, I always say, you know, my first teacher was my mom and naturally I can't get around that. So I won't share that part without mentioning yeah, right. um, Barbara Garrison oh very nice <laughs> uh, my mom she she was a, a huge supporter of you know my learning of course growing mm-hmm. up because I believe it always starts at home um, and, and if I kind of work my way through school I had actually three like you know oh. everyone has those teachers that you just can't can't right. forget uh, Miss Purnell oh. my math teacher uh, Mr. Rushing
0: wait what grade were you in
1: I was in the 8th grade 8th grade with, okay, with Ms. Ms. Purnell. okay. Um, Mr. Uh, Rushing my 7th grade science teacher Mm-hmm. Mm. um uh, and mr pickett my ninth grade um my ninth grade math teacher
0: wow and like so, in a middle school just starting high school teachers
1: yeah middle, middle middle and the, high, and the middle and to high up yep. yeah. um you know we moved around a lot growing up yeah. um in my earlier years and so i can remember a few teachers then but those three teachers i just mentioned were like mm. super impactful to to my learning um mm and mrs chapman as well Oh, mrs chapman and mrs hayes okay. i mean I so saw. i had a few look at that you yeah, got a yeah, few, I had a few. that's chapman good had me. they, i mean these teachers were you know people who just kind of pushed me in, in the classroom to be better right yeah. and you know i wasn't always the best student in the class you know i had some fun times you know i, <laughs> I did some talking when i should have been talking no you <laughs> no yeah, talker. Right, right superintendent's no. talk who does that um i did some talking when i shouldn't yeah. have been talking and then I got into some mischief as well you know naturally mm-hmm. there's opportunities for us all to kind of grow right um, but i had those teachers that kind of you know really pushed me to you know, to use my my leadership qualities in different mm-hmm. in different ways mm-hmm. and then uh, of course as a true story i actually reached back out to um mr rushing yeah and um it's kind of sad but um you know he was i just wanted to reach back out to him and just say thank you you know yeah. I just, just call him and just say thank you and then um Unfortunately, he had a bout bi- 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 with cancer, and I, and I didn't get a chance to say, you know, uh, you, know, you know, those thank yous. And so I always tell people, you never know, you know, what impact you have on a student. Maybe Mr. Russian remembered me. Maybe. <laughs> right? Maybe. But I remembered him. Right. Right? He's probably had thousands of students. Right. You know, the same with my band teacher, Mr. Ball, mm-hmm. you know, um. He had such a huge impact on my life. Mm-hmm. And he was early, early elementary all the mm-hmm. way through high school. Cause mm-hmm. in the South, you know, he was a pretty big band. And, whatever. Right. and so, you know, you reach back out to those teachers that you may not think they remember you, you know, mm-hmm. but you remember them. Right. And, and they need to hear that, you know, that thank you. And so I did try to reach back out to him when I was in college, Aww. you know, about 10 years ago or so, um, or more. <laughs> Just say 10. It's good. Twenty <laughs> now, <geez. laughs> I
0: know.
1: Um, I did reach back out to him when I was in college and, and um, unfortunately, um, he had a bowel mm-hmm. cancer. But you know, those moments are were important to me. You know, right. just doing what we hear about. You know, um, those moments are important to me. So again, a big thank you to the entire school district of Beloit for welcoming me. Um, it's been eight months. Um, it's been a great eight months, and I hope. Um, There's much more to come.
0: Well, we're going to have you back at the start of the school year to talk about all that good week of uh, bringing our students back, which we're looking forward to. So thank you for your time, Dr. Garrison. I know you have meetings, events, and everything. You are out and running. So um, thank you, and I invite everyone to join us next week for another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. Thank you.
1: Thank you.